Tuesday Travel on the Hard Shoulder. So, Fionn Davenport, you told us before the break we were being spirited away this week for Travel Tuesday to Ireland's second city. Which is really just me having fun at Cork's expense because we're going to Belfast. Oh, I see. Mm. The other second city on the island. The other island. second city. 350,000 people. Is that, is that the population yeah. of, uh, what's the population of Cork? 160? Ah, minnows. 200? Near yeah. minnows on the island. I, I mean, on the island, it's the second city. And, um, I mean, it is funny because obviously history has determined that there be a marked separation. And so just in the break, you're saying that you, just by ver- by dint of growing up in Kilkenny, that Belfast didn't the really no, the play The North big... wasn't really on my, on, yeah. on our, and uh, it's why I'm slow to tell people they need to educate themselves <laughs> on the troubles and things like that, actually. Um, but I, it just, GA was our sport so, and hurling. And hurling, so there's so, no... So really, yeah. Antrim, the odd time you might play them, but you, there was no kind of cultural yeah. crossover there, no family connection. You're geographically, you're a good way from it. So the, I was never in Northern Ireland until I worked in News Talk. It's interesting. I Sent mean, up there first for trip to Belfast was, for me, was in the mid-80s. So at the height of the troubles. Mm. But I went to, to for a Stiff Little Fingers gig, friends of mine and I. Oh, top notch. Yeah, it was brilliant. And and now, cut to 40 years later. Oh my God, really? Yeah. You know, obviously, is is that Troubles tourism or or that that sense of the past is still a part of the, the, the it's part of Belfast, but not really either. I mean, um, look, Belfast is, I, I, having lived in the UK for a number of years, I think of Belfast as like Leeds or Newcastle as like, you know, they're, it, it's still very much a city of the UK with good restaurants, nice hotels, nice, good attractions, but it's Belfast and Belfast is on the island of Ireland and so mm. will forever be Irish. And so it's that kind of interesting dichotomy. However, having said all of that, um, It's a UNESCO city of music for its rich musical heritage, of which SLF is definitely part of that. Um, And uh, like even in terms of murals, and we'll talk about the murals along Divis Road, but like there's a whole new murals project in the middle of Belfast that's really, that has nothing to do with history and everything to do with the present. And so as a result, Belfast is a city that, of course, is not ignoring its past, but is very much living in a, in a, future. All right, okay, so let's talk about some of the highlights then in Belfast. City Hall. City Hall, it's the central building on Donegal Square that when you arrive in Belfast, it dominates everything and very few people actually go into it. And it's an amazingly beautiful building. Mm. Um, You know, it's got, there's a very good tour of the building itself. And look, if if you're into that, you know, it's a Renaissance style um, named after Queen Victoria and uh, or commissioned after Queen Victoria granted the city or granted Belfast city status. Um, look, it's I think it's a lovely building. Friends of mine actually got married. They had a civic ceremony. Oh, very in, nice. In, yeah, in yeah. City Hall. Anyway, look, on the ground floor is this visitor exhibition. It's got a display on the history of the city and the culture. It's got like actually, and we'll talk about the Titanic in a second, but there's in the display is the sideboard that was intended for the captain's quarters on the Titanic. Um, and because of a manufacturing delay, it wasn't fitted in time, so it never made its way. <laughs> and so the they said they sent it to yeah. the, the the city so it's, hall. It's, they have the it there, or no, well, it would have been held at, in Harland and Wolf, and okay. then and so has now become part of the permanent okay. display. Anyway, I mentioned art. Now murals are a big part. Certainly in West Belfast, they're one of the most eye-catching features of that part of Belfast. But 
just kind of attached to the cathedral quarter. And the cathedral quarter is this kind of, it's kind of where Belfast nightlife is really, it's all the pubs and bars and clubs. It's kind of artsy. Um, It's got recording studios, media companies that are based out of Belfast generally tend to be based in the cathedral quarter. Uh, Hill Street is kind of all alive. And then attached to it is an area called the Entries. And it's basically, it's narrow thoroughfares connecting Ann Street, I think Waring Street and High Street. And so it's part of this Belfast Entries project, which is where a number of street artists are commissioned to kind of paint the alleyways with pieces that reflect the culture, the people, the history. And they're absolutely brilliant. And it's one of the highlights, I think, of a, of a visit today to Belfast. I'm not going to go through them all, but they yeah. really are worth checking out. Um, there's some, actually, interestingly enough, to show you how Belfast has really and I say moved on from the kind of paralyzing <clears throat> history that it's, it, is there's a really interesting one at the high street end of Joy's entry. There's a street artist called Dreff who's, who's uh, done this amazing mural of Oladawa Equiano, who's the black abolitionist who visited Belfast and met with the United Irishman at the end of the 18th century. Oh, wow. It's amazing. It's, it really is. And it reminds you that, that because so much of the troubles meant that the focus was so inward that it that that's you know yes that's an important and key part of recent history but that the north's history extends way beyond just the you know what the events of 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 the last whatever yeah. of the 30 years up until the late 90s anyway I think it's really brilliant. And it's also a reflection of a city that's kind of like you talk to young people in Belfast Kieran and they're like oh for the love of God you know like one, you don't understand our history, and two, can we stop talking about it? Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, they just want to get on with living life. So, and then I mentioned the Titanic. Okay, so the at the head of the slipway where the actual Titanic was built is the super modern museum that is Titanic Belfast. Have you been? No, I haven't been to Titanic. Sorry, I've been looking at a map of Belfast because I'm trying to find out the name of the uh, uh, the market. What's the name of the market? St. George's Market. St. George's Market. So I'll mention St. George. Actually, before I, I'll, I'll talk about Titanic in a minute. You're absolutely right. St. George's Market. So east of Donegal Square, you walk along May Street and yes. you get to St. George's Market. Um, weekends are really kind of, kind of, it's really great. So it's your classic Victorian era market, mm. like the one that Dublin should have, should have, oh, <laughs> absolutely. Anyway. But all great cities do. Um, <clears throat> the Friday, vari- the variety market on Friday, it's got lots of fresh fish and shellfish from Kilkeel and Portobogi. It's, I think it's great. Lots of, it's all local vendors. That's the key. Yeah. And so you get great food. You can buy fresh produce, but you can also buy made food. So you can eat your way through the market. Um, it's class. Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So that's St. George's Market. Titanic Belfast. There is, I think it's a terrific museum. The first time I went, I was a little kind of, eh. It felt like, it felt it, it had the disease of a lot of modern museums, which is a lot of photographs and, and gimmickry and not a lot of artifacts. 
Mm. It's all and lots of space, huge, big, yes. cavernous space you find in museums these days. Yeah, you kind of a dark blue walls, a kind of a, a gold strip halfway along it, and every about three meters, a small little picture with writing beside it, and about three of them in a room that's about an acre. Okay, so there you go. So that's Rich the Aaron. curse of the modern this does museum. Annoy me. Titanic Belfast. So I went. I went the first time, and I was I was left slightly kind of. You know, ambivalent. Went the second time and I loved it. I thought okay. it was really good. Why? What's so good about it? Okay, what's so good about it is is that the design and construction of the ship is interesting enough, but only up to a point. This is like, you know, I mean, also as well as when you compare the size of the Titanic, the biggest ocean liner of 1912, compared to a modern cruise ship now, and it's like a tugboat. It's <laughs> tiny. <laughs> But it's really, it's the context of what it all meant. And so part of it is, is that like the exhibits, I think, do a very good job of recreating the experience of walking down a Belfast street in 1911. Okay. So you get that sense of place. And, and I think the museum does a very good job of that. It's got animated projections, soundtracks. So you reach the gates of Harland and Wolf shipyards. So you're in the thing. And a hundred years later, you know, obviously... No Catholics were working at Harland and Wolf. Um, but, and then you have like, kind of you go down the gantry and then you can hear like the soundtrack of workers chattering away. And so again, it's, it's a kind of slightly, you're, you're transported a bit. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the sinking is represented by the sounds of Morse code, which is the message, the final message okay. sent to ships. Okay, so, and then the last bit is the Ship of Dreams gallery, which has this kind of scale model of the ship suspended plus a number of artifacts. Like, what, the other it's thing... It's not morose, is it? No, God, no. Oh, God, no. No. Not really. It's, it's kind of hard. At a remove of 100 plus years, very hard to be morose. Yeah. Titanic. Um, what I think is even more interesting than Titanic Belfast, which I think is very, very interesting, is SS Nomadic, which is right next to the... And so it's the last remaining vessel of the White Star Line. It was built in 1911 and it was just a steamship that ferried first and second class passengers between Cherbourg and the ocean liners that were too big to dock in the port. Okay. Anyway, and on the 12th of April, or sorry, the 10th of April, 1912, it delivered 172 passengers to Titanic. It was requisitioned during the wars and ended up as a floating restaurant in Paris. And it was rescued from Breaker's Yard in 2006, brought to Belfast and restored. And now you can get on it. And honest to God, as much as going to see recreated soundscapes and and of an era, which is very interesting, Mm. actually getting on a ship... Built at the Even time. though it's only a, a, a tiny version of, yeah. of what the Titanic was, it still gives you a sense of it. Absolutely. Wow, okay. I, th- I, think, I think that's and, and the way they describe it as Titanic Quarter, I mean, it would yeah, suggest that there's, yeah, there's lots more to it than just yeah, the museum. Yeah, there is. Like, I mean, for example, I will say is that the um, one place I recommend to eat is called Drawing Office 2, which is the drawing offices as part of Harland and Wolf at the Titanic Hotel. I ride this really nice bar and restaurant. So if you're there... And you're, you're kind of making your way out there. It's just like rather than schlep your way into town for a bite to eat, go eat there. It's really, okay. really good. So uh, is it far from town? Is it a walk? Um, it's a short taxi ride. All right. Okay. Yeah. Like a very short taxi ride. Uh, well, let's talk about taxis then. Okay. So West Belfast. Uh, now I don't know if it's still true. I wonder if Titanic Belfast has overtaken. But West Belfast ta- black taxi tours were like the number one tourist attraction yeah. in Belfast. 
West Belfast is fascinating. You take, and there's lots and lots of them. So you can go into the uh, Belf- Visit Belfast Tourist Office just off Donegal Square and you can arrange one. There, there's loads of them. They're of differing quality. It depends on who's doing the driving, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But generally speaking, they're all of a piece. You meet, they take you out, you'll stop on Divis Road, you'll see the, the, all the murals, the Palestinian support murals, mm. what was left of the old Divis Flats. And then you'll go, you'll go up the Shank Hill and you'll stop in the Shank Hill and you'll get a sense of like, you know, particularly coming from the south, the Shank Hill was that part of Belfast that you heard so much about, but never imagined that you would ever set foot in. Yeah. And so you're in the Shank Hill and then you come around the Peace Wall and and the Peace Wall is such a a misnomer because it's such a grim and sad and ugly piece of construction and a and a timely reminder that, you know what, for we may have progressed from 1998, but the fact that it's still there is kind of still, I don't know, I find it terribly grim. And yeah. then you come down the falls and um, you st- the culture lawn, the Sinn Féin offices on the falls road and then, and, and or a variation thereof. That's your black taxi tour. Along the way, what you'll get is a potted history and it's very much the driver's own perspective. And like, and one of the things, and I've been on a bunch of them. They so so like, does it depend on whether the driver is, see, you know, the, the game they one play. One of us or one of them. Well, the game they play is, is that they ask you to guess at the end. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. And invariably you're always wrong. <laughs> yeah. So it's, and it's, you know, it's, look, it's, and, and it, I will say is that someone said this to me years ago, is that this is an important initiative. It might seem like a bit touristy and all the rest, but it's an important initiative between two communities that would have been a logger. I mean, I'm being, I'm being, you know, I'm using. Yes, I know. Yeah. You know, that would have been in deep and dire conflict for a very long time. And so these initiatives are really, really important. And so black taxi tourism, as much as some of it can be cheesy, some of it can be a bit crap, it's actually a very interesting thing to do. The other thing I'd recommend is the Crumlin Road Jail, which has okay. been turned into a museum. One of the best, that's one of the best museum experiences really? I've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. absolutely brilliant. And and you realise is that like you learn so much about what it was like to be in prison there in the 70s. It was, and also the fact that the, And that's the focus of it, is it? Yeah, that, that, so, period. But you also that would have, have been a prison, that's a Victorian prison, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. You know the expression, send them down. You yeah. know, the idea of send them down. It comes from Crumlin Road because there was a tunnel that led from the courtroom on the other side of the street. Send them down to the prisons. You are sent down into the tunnel and you can walk the tunnel under the street and go and you're you're in. So so that's where the expression comes wow. from. Yeah. OK, that's yeah, fascinating. Um, so where to stay and where to eat? OK, so where to stay. The Bullet Hotel is is really good. Really kind of mod conny, really nice. Ten Square is the first kind of design hotel to open in Belfast. It opened in the turn of the millennium. Mm -hmm. Still brilliant. Merchant Hotel is super elegant. Like it's really in the old Merchant Bank. It's it's a proper five-star hotel. One of my favourite experiences, though, was the Regency Belfast, which is these five luxury self-catering suite apartments um, just off Botanic Avenue. And honest to God, Kieran. This is luxury living. They're self-catering, but they have 24-hour room service if you want it. But these are stunningly beautiful. Okay. But if you're really on a weekend, the bullet is is brilliant. Where to eat? Okay, so I've divided it into two. Tribal Burger on Botanic Avenue is full of restaurants and bars. Yeah. Tribe, uh, Tribal Burger is really, really good. The Pocket in the Flatiron Building is really good. And Juman, which is a really good vegan and vegetarian 
fusion kind of Asian fusion restaurant. If you want a splash out meal, and that's the one thing that Belfast is really proud of, of its culinary credentials that have really gotten very, very good. Mm. Um, A peculiar tea, Ox, Dean's Epic and the Muddler's Club. All of these are top, top class restaurants. Like they're not cheap. Okay. And for yeah. a pint? For a pint, look, obviously the Crown Liquor Saloon and the Duke of York Bar, which is where... Jerry Adams worked there. He worked there when he was young and also where Snow Patrol used to play their first gigs. But look, in the Cathedral Quarter, that's where you want to go out. The Deer's Head, the Spaniard and the Sunflower. All right. Listen, great recommendations as always. And we will get them up uh, online. We'll get this up as a podcast uh, so people can listen back to it if they are planning a weekend in Belfast. Fionn Davenport, we'll talk to you again at the same time next week. Tuesday Travel on the Hard Shoulder.